I love how we left the guy with one hand to do the pop. Neither of us had. Yeah, it's also not even beer. Right, yeah. <laughs> oh, man, that's great. Hey, the title doesn't suggest what we're drinking. Stop it's talking just... off mic. Uh, <laughs> what about the drunk part, Chet? Anyway, anyway, welcome to our season finale of season two of Two Drinking Dads, One Drunk. Happy Cinco de Mayo, everybody. Yep. Woo! Um, Fuck this day. Actually, no, honestly. I usually have fun on Cinco de Mayo, but... I, I wouldn't put that right after Cinco de Mayo, because everyone's going to like think that you have some sort of hatred towards Cinco de Mayo. It's no, like, just like this... happy single day. I was like, "Fuck this day." <laughs> this specific day of this year. Okay, not not the holiday. Not the holiday in general. No, I just well, I, I was trying to explain, and then you cut me off. I was saying normally I love single day because I go out and get fucked up. But... Yeah, I like to do that. I like to. Cut you but off. I can't do that today. Go. Okay. So it's, uh, <laughs> anyways, though, folks, yeah, we decided to make this episode our our season finale because, um, well, for one, we're. We're literally at the point where we're losing track how many episodes we're on. If anybody knows a registered therapist, please just tweet Addison in it. Thank you. Secondly, um, that's actually a great thing that you, you brought up, Chet, because mental health is to be taken seriously. And I think there's nothing wrong with seeing a therapist at all. In fact, I've done it before. So fuck you. You can't do what I do. <laughs> <laughs> well, way to turn that one around. <laughs> Anyways, though. No, but for real, though. Um, And then... Uh, the other reason why we decided to make this a season finale is because the season's over for football. Um, we're past free agency, we're past the draft, and we're heading into the offseason. So ready for OTAs. Yep. There's uh there's not too much more we can really talk about for football at this point. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna start off season three next week mm-hmm. with uh probably just maybe five to ten minute updates if there is any. And, and then just... we'll just talk about nonsense. Yeah, life topics, you know. Uh you know, we kind of skipped uh, what our what our intros is always, and we we just do an intro real quick, just because you never know with a new new listener. Just want to make sure you understand who's who. Um, I'm Mike Chimbersky, uh, one of the, one of the hosts, and you know, I mean, there's only three of us, so it's not that hard to figure it out. And then we have we have Brett Shumagala, also known as Chet. We always check in with him because he could be doesn't we don't know what mood he's in, so you always gotta. It's fun to just check with Chet. So, how you doing, bud? I'm like the eight ball. You got to shake me up and see what you get. <laughs> I'm actually in a good mood today, so I'm, I'm excited for this. We had a week off for the draft, which was excellent. And looking forward to what we got to talk about today. And it's going to be fun. And uh, let's, let's pass it on over to Addison. Why don't you go ahead and just do your quick little intro. Hi. All right. <laughs> I, I was gonna say I think I, I think I spoke enough beforehand, but yes, thank you, Chef, for introducing me. I'm just putting name to face. Yeah. Man. Well, well, name to voice. <laughs> yeah. You know, name to face. Yeah, for the for the viewers. <laughs> yeah, for the viewers. Pick off, Kayla. Oh God, I just realized how many viewers we have or listeners. Oh my God, right now you got me doing listeners that we have with the name Kayla. So at least three. At least. Oh, what are we collecting, Kayla's? I, like, I, what... I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but, anyways, uh, that's an inside joke, folks. So if your name's Kayla and you're thinking, uh, "Fuck you too, Chet," 
You're all right. You're right. You're absolutely correct. Doesn't matter who you are. It's okay. (laughs) Sorry, he lives in a van down by the river. (laughs) Yeah. Ah, he might be soon. Who the hell knows? Can't afford gas in this in this not modern day economy, so I live in a Prius down by the river. You know, electric cars exist. Down by the creek. You're right. Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) Waiting for a good rain, and then I gotta move. Living in the Prius down by the creek. <laughs> Waiting for a good rain, then I gotta move. You might want to move before the rain hits, chat. I don't what? have TV. I can't watch the weather. What's he gonna drink? Water. The creek water. Well, I know. <sighs> He'll purify it. I hope. Okay. Maybe. A- enough survival tips. Let's move on to football. <laughs> <All right. laughs> good idea, Mike. Yeah. Good idea. We're already five minutes in and we haven't even touched on football. But anyways, um, Let's 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 start things off today with a couple of things that happened pre-draft. Um, two big things for the Bills. First one um, is that the Bills picked up Ed Oliver's fifth-year option. So I don't know why That's we what... lined him up for the firing squad on that one. But... <laughs> I just thought it was a good thing they took their shot, you know. So. Well, I think that would be more appropriate for the next topic too, which is. Uh, did the Bills overpay for Diggs? Oh. I don't think they did. No. Like, man. If, with with Diggs, he's here, so. Mm. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, I was, was going to say, he wants to retire as a Bill, which is nice. Mike, you lost sound effect privileges. <laughs> for, like, the all of season three. No, no, no. I got You know what? Never mind. Yeah. Point is. Don't eat. The reason why I asked that question is because right now the Buffalo Bills have the most expensive quarterback wide receiver duo in the NFL with fully guaranteed money. Possibly one of the best, though. It wide are, receiver That's true. It is, arguably, it is arguably the best. But, again, that's $170 million guaranteed just to those two players. Yeah, so but... that always leaves questions now for how much cap space do you really have for the other 51 players in the squad? Which I know Bean's a magician with that stuff, and he's done a great job. But I worry about the future. Um, so the way I see it, they're kind of taking the approach of the Rams, as in this is it, we're gonna go for it, and they're gonna put all the eggs in one basket and go for it. Because when you get when you get two players like Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs, they have the chemistry, the friendship, and the on-field production. You pay them. That's it's plain and simple. And I just for for people who say it's a reach, I'm gonna disagree with that. I don't think they're reaching at all. I don't think it's overpaying. I don't think it's any of that. But like I said, when you have the chemistry, the stats, the on-field production, the friendship, all of that factors into friendship doesn't factor into paying somebody check. Yeah, well, if it elevates everybody's play, it does. You just chemistry falls under chemistry. I think that's what he meant, um, but I don't know. I, I, to be honest, I don't know if you said chemistry. If you did, I'm sorry, but he did, and I think what he was trying to get at is the fact that they are so close. It makes it, yeah. uh, it makes it so that they have that. better chemistry on the field, uh, which is going to lead to them doing better. Yeah, but uh, to go with Chet's point, though, of what I would like to say is that this is where drafting comes in. You have to like if you're going to overpay, or I guess I don't agree with that they overpaid. Reason why I don't agree that they overpaid is because of Kirk on the Jaguars. That's an overpayment. Christian Kirk got so much money to go to the Jags, and he's not 
even close to Stefan Diggs and Zay Jones. So, I mean, they're desperate. And so that, but that sets the market when you get a desperate team overpaying for one receiver. Now that sets the market for receivers that are due for payment, you know, and, and that are better. They're like, that guy got that. Right. I get that, but yo, (laughs) and then they like look at their organization, like, where's my check? You know, uh, and so I think that's part of it. And then the other part is, like I said, if you're willing to pay for a quarterback and receiver duo, then you focus really hard on your draft. Uh, so that knowing later on down the road, because of these deals that you've made, they're going to come back to bite you later. You're not going to be able to pay everybody. And so there's going to be some hard decisions well, made yeah, and there's gonna be people walking. And then so you got to make sure you're right. replacing those people with solid replacements that you draft in every season uh, to get younger at the position, but also train them well so that they can fill in for the ones that walk away. I, I, I do agree with that. Yes, it does force teams to be a lot more attentive to college athletes and, and really invest in scouting because, like you said, if you're paying all this money to, all, to a couple of players in the team, you can't keep everybody, at least not long-term. So my point is, Looking at it from that perspective, correct. Yes, absolutely agree. Like, if you're going to pay the money to these guys, and you, you know, you gotta you gotta really focus on drafting good quality players, especially in the late rounds, because, like you said, you're not going to keep everybody. However, the whole perspective where, well, that guy got more money than me, and I'm better than him. Thing, I look at that as like a child whining to his parents because little Susie in his class got an iPhone, and he's still sitting there with a flip phone. I, like I and he might be a better student. That's so I look at that and I I think well, I don't care that the Jags are paying Christian Kirk all that money. They overpaid for him. I agree with that. And you signed this contract, especially like what what I hate and I, I guess where I was a little frustrated with the Diggs contract was, dude, you still had a couple years left. Right. I mean, we we could have revisited this. The Bills could have revisited this whole thing in a couple of years, in a couple yeah. seasons. Right, but I think so, and this is where I was kind of leading into leading into with my argument there. Like, a, I don't care about that. Yes, like I don't care if that guy got paid more money than you, and he's not as good as you. That's their team. That's their business. That's their problem. But and this is where I was leading into the because I was doing some research on extensions and and some financial matters for not just the bills, but just foot, how football managers do it in general. And the purpose of extensions usually is done for a year or two early so that teams can actually spread the money out over a longer period of time. Which I think they did do that. I mean, yeah, it's a six-year contract, so a lot of that money is pushed off. Right, but also it, it um, I believe it includes the money that was still owed to him for those two extra years. So, yeah, he might be getting paid $100 million with $70 million guaranteed, but that other $30 million that we still owed him was included in that. So it, what it, what's going to happen is, is eventually his contract what he has now is that's going to be the way it is until the new contract comes in. Essentially, I think that's how it works. It's like rolled over. It honestly, so, it depends. Well, it, so it this completely season, depends on how the organization did it. And this season, and however, I don't know the details of the contract. How many how many years did he have left on it? Two, <sighs> or was it a year? It all depends on what Minnesota did because we traded for him. I honestly, I don't, I don't remember. I think there was two. So what's going to happen is is. The two years that he has left on that contract, he's going to get paid what that is worth. And then in two years, so two seasons, 
and that next following season is when this new contract kicks in. Yeah, you are locking them up, but you're also it does it. What it does <clears throat> is defer payments to later on. So basically, it's like taking a no, loan. No, it, it does not defer payments. <clears throat> it defers that con. If you're if what you're saying is is how it is, because like I said, it depends on each player. Then what you're saying is we would owe him a hundred million dollars over four years instead of six. That's a, that's how you worded it. I don't because okay. because I, his I current contract has two years left, or I shouldn't say his current contract because. But here's the other thing, too, though. We should really look up how this works. Well, I do know this. NFL players are only allowed to sign one contract at a time. Okay. So if you extend, you're adding time on to your previous contract. Okay, so it is an, So when you extend, it, it's, it's adding to an existing contract, not a new one. Yes. I guess it depends how the contract is. Might... Well, yeah, no, well, that's, what, is, we're it, saying. that's it, what he's yeah, kind of trying to say. It absolutely it could, depends it could how be the contract totally a whole new, It could almost be almost like essentially a whole new contract, depending on how it's written up. But you can't. But legal, legality speaking, legally speaking, excuse me, like you're not, you're not allowed to have two contracts. That actually, because that used to be a problem. I guess back in. Yeah, like, I know. I, I I'm picking up what you're what you're dropping off here. I'm just um, like, from so I think of it like, the trade contract because I feel like most teams when they trade for players like they still have to pick up the remainder of a contract from another team that they that they, you know, they traded two to get said player so right. i feel like those contracts kind of roll over and then the bills are picking up what minnesota was paying stefan Diggs, which would make sense now but what you're saying is, is that's a potentially rolled over and legality wise it's very possible that they could have been like hey di- hey uh stefan this is the new contract we laid out for the first year that or for this season upcoming, you're going to get paid what you were getting paid before, but then the following season, you're going to get paid more. That that could be the way it's worded out too. So like, who knows? But like, um, we could. I guess we'd have to look into that a little bit more as far as that goes. But from what I understand, I feel like trades hold a different contract stance versus like signing a free agent or even so much as extending somebody. With a tr- with a trade, man, usually you are uh, you're on the hook for whatever the other team agreed with. You have the remainder of that person's contract on your books. So a lot of times, players will look to move a big time player that has a lot of money left on their contract because they just don't want the contract anymore. Um, but like as far as that goes, I mean, like we haven't even touched on the draft really. I mean, I, I liked it. I, I thought it was great. Uh, they they picked up a corner in the first round, which I thought the Bills really needed. Uh, Elam, uh, I think based on his film, he looks really good, and he looks like he's going to fit very well. He's fast and he's big. That's the that's the main thing for me. The only thing is, is like he's not necessarily a scheme fit, but I think they'll they'll find a way for it to work anyways. That was the one thing I, um, I like about Bean is he is very good at finding the freak athletes in certain positions, and I think that's what they got with Kair uh, Elam. He's he's big, he's fast, his reaction speed is second to none. Um, he's it's a fantastic pick for the first round in my opinion. A it it's a need pick. B you're also getting a one hell of an athlete at that position and. Also, he wants to be here, and we have great secondary coaches. So I feel like um, if he's just going to become 
something special here. And I can't, I'm looking forward to seeing how he, uh, how he progresses. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't, I don't question, I don't question his, uh, well, I don't question like his work ethic either, because what I've noticed that he said, like when the coach drafted him, uh, put, put the playbook on the plane, put the playbook on the plane. He kept saying that on his, uh, phone call with the coaches. So he wanted to study uh his playbook on the point. I I love it. I love it. Yeah, that. me too. It's like that's so that's the, that's the kind of enthusiasm that being and I think our organization as a whole has been focusing on since they've I want to say come into power, but right. You know, since they've been hired. I guess it's a better way to put it. Yeah. They uh and honestly it's just like we were kind of talking about this off air. I love the atmosphere that they've created, the, the, the culture, the culture that they got going on. So the culture, that was one thing I, yeah, I love that conversation. So So those players want to come here. They want to be here. Even everyone was talking about, uh, the other, the running back that we got cook, uh, he, they were saying how he didn't look like he wanted, yeah, that he didn't want to be here. He didn't look like he wanted to be here. I understand what you're saying and, and what it, what it looked like, but he explained himself. He said he had his family around him. His son was crying in the background. He they couldn't hear. Either. And he, he was like, he wasn't angry. He said he fell in love with Buffalo when they had their, when they met, when they did their interviews. Mm-hmm. And he wanted to come here and he wanted to play with Josh Allen and he's excited. Like, and, and he's also very quiet. I noticed he's very soft spoken and reserved. Yep. Mm-hmm. He does. He's not like, he's not a hype guy. And so, yeah. so I was kind of like, I, I totally understood where he was kind of coming from. It's like, if that's not your style, then you're not going to be all hyped. I, I'm sure he was emotional, but he, he comes off. Like, he comes off to me as a guy that comes into work and was like, all right, what do I do? Yeah. Right. That's and it. then just does whatever he's and asked does to do. Job. Yeah. Yeah. The only thing I worry about with him uh, is he looks a little small uh, and you know, they're like, I watched the highlight reel and they're like, oh, he could do it all. Uh, Cause I saw him like run up the middle. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the blocking was way more than exceptional. It was like they paved a way. They like paved a whole like you could he could have been on a little moped so and the, you would so have got play, through. There. So the play that you're talking about was actually a designed comeback lane, like a like a trap play kind of. Because mm-hmm. uh, if you watched it, the tackle went up the field. The right tackle went upfield, and the guard pulled and took his guy that the tackle was lined up over to push him out to create the comeback lane because it was supposed to be designed to run to the right but then come back, and that's exactly how it developed. It was that, that exact way, yeah. the way it was designed. Right. Which is exactly how Bill Belichick beat the Bills in the wind game because they, they've exploited what our weakness was on defense, which, granted, I know we already knew they were going to run the ball. You know what I mean? But they designed, like, certain blocking schemes that created openings for the running back. I guess what I'm getting at, dude, is like, regardless of whether, whatever that play was, uh, there's the blocking was amazing. Exceptional. So, so what yeah. I'm trying to say is that nobody was there to even get a hand on him. Right. And which I'm what I'm not, I'm not saying that that's not good. Great. Like he can follow blocks. He's fast and he has home run speed. Right. But what I'm saying is in the NFL, when you run up the middle, there's many times where you're going to have to dodge a linebacker, make a guy miss, or make exactly. a guy miss. And he, it, there's other film on him where like a D lineman got in there and he just makes a, a nasty cut. I think he's and, just going to become a gadget burns player, him. honestly. But yeah, I was going to say the every down back, I still think it belongs to Singletary. Mm-hmm. And, and, and then, so he'll have that, He's like a third down back where he can use him out of the backfield. He right. can line up out wide. He's fast. Uh, he's a he's a matchup nightmare for linebackers. 
and even probably safeties at the at that point because he's probably much faster than either a safety or a linebacker. His, uh, so, his agility is better. Which sucks <clears throat> because if you think about it, if you are going to cover him, you're going to have to put a nickel corner or a corner on him, and that burns one of your cover guys, yep. especially if it's like, okay, now you got to put him on a running back. Great. Now your other like they have other receivers out there. Davis and yeah, yeah. (laughs) Now they're out there by themselves. Oh, and don't forget about McKenzie in the slot with Jamison Crowder. Like no matter what, you're gonna have a mismatch nightmare because then you're either gonna then you're gonna have to put a linebacker on Knox. You know what I mean? Like who's uh, proven to not be able to be covered by a linebacker. Yep. So it's like he just adds that other element. I'm glad to have him. I just think he's a little undersized. I don't think he, we're going to, he's going to, he's not going to be no bruiser coming through the middle uh, up the middle. Yeah. We'll have to see how they use him in that scheme, but let's just put this into perspective a little bit though. Just like you say that, like, um, having, having defenses have to adjust to that. And how are they going to cover all those guys? That's, well, that's I think that's, the, I think that's the point too. Cause what was the, uh, what's that, uh, that, uh, receiver that they picked up too? Oh, Shaquille something. I can't remember. I think, his it's, I think it's Kamir Kashmir or something. I can't remember, but, um, Kashmir sweater. <laughs> <laughs> no, I said Kashmir. Watch your mouth. <laughs> you stop that. No, I said Kashmir or something. It's Kashmir or something. I can't remember what his name is, but, um, there was a lot of, uh, it's funny you bring that up, though, too, because that, that guy that they picked up, there was a lot of teams that were waiting for him to come out or we're going to draft him. Khalil Shakir. Yeah, I had the S's and the K's backwards. <laughs> and, yeah. That's where I got the cashmere. We're going to call him that for the rest of the season anyway. <laughs> we, so, we totally should. Cashmere? Yeah. <laughs> cashmere. Cashmere sweater. Um and uh he's an unbelievable athlete. Actually he's a pretty he's a pretty good athlete. Uh, based on his film, he's gonna be a surprise, honestly. I think that uh they he, might not use him much, but he's gonna like, be the quiet Gabe Davis, how Gabe Davis started. I, in I'm, my opinion. If you look at Gabe Davis's development, they're in there they they come to the right place. Uh because it's it you know, you really got uh a chance to be part of a really special wide receiver class or not class, uh, uh, room. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the roster, especially if he makes the roster, I think he will. Uh, yeah, because I think uh, Marquis Stevens. I honestly, I think that guy's gone with a lot I of other rookies, or only... not rookies, but like you know, players that have been on the team for a little bit. I think the only way produced. they keep him is because of uh, special teams. What about Kumaro? Do you think Kumaro is safe? Well, after we picked up, that honestly, guy? I don't think anybody in that wide receiver room other than Davis and Diggs is and Crowder and McKenzie's safe. I don't even know if McKenzie's safe with. With Crowder sitting there, uh, punt returner and kick returner. Yeah, that's that's about. Ah, uh, yeah, but I don't think they're going to use Crowder the, for that. The only thing, although with... I do like that, that's actually an interesting. The only take. thing too with Crowder is that uh, he's a little bit injury prone, so you got to have that backup. So that's yeah. what McKenzie is right there. Yeah, I, I agree with that. All right, <clears throat> um, killed it. Yeah, yeah, I can. I like the depth, and I. Yeah, I, I think I actually think Brett's right on that one, Mike. I think with I think McKenzie and Crowder are both safe because A, money was spent on them and releasing them at this point would be a waste, a waste of money. And uh and B, you know, they're both good receivers. There's they're right now expected to play three and four on the depth chart. We're we're probably not getting rid of them. That's that's I that's how I think. And that's the bottom line. Yeah, right. <laughs> And that's the way the cookie crumbles. Sure. However we want to. Ah, ah, ah. 
but yeah, I, I was pretty, I was pretty happy about the Bills draft. Um, I know a lot of people questioned a couple of the picks that we made, especially um, the second round pick and James Cook. I really liked the kid. Like, if we weren't going to take Brees Hall, that was my next choice. So I don't think that uh, people were questioning. Sorry, I, I just, I, I'm stopping you. Do you. That. I don't I think that people okay. were questioning the picks. I think people were questioning the move up to get certain picks. Like, I, in my opinion. We didn't, I don't, why though? That's that's what I don't get. Like, we gave up a fourth round pick to take, to move up two slots to in the first Elam. round to get Elam. Because the next pick wasn't a cornerback needy team. That was why people questioned it. How do you know? How do you know Elon wasn't on their board? Nobody knows that. You're right. We don't know that. Dallas, Dallas, who knows? Dallas could have picked them up. They could have. You're you're absolutely right. They might have needed somebody on the other side of Trayvon Diggs. Yeah. You, you never know. know. Right. We don't know that. And so, I think Buffalo, look, those guys. To the are armchair smart. GMs, relax. To the Pump armchair the GMs, uh, just, just stop. Pump, <laughs> Pump the brakes. Don't get me wrong. I do play it myself sometimes. Like, I... I was happy mainly because I wanted the Bills to take a cornerback in the first round, and we did. And I was that, once they made that pick, I was happy. And we only gave up a fourth rounder to do it. And then later we kept trading back, which I know people were kind of like, "What the hell? Come oh, that on!" Was that was genius. Though. It was genius. We got four picks in the sixth round, and then we used one of them to move up in the fifth round. We got punt god, and we got the punt god still. And you know what's great about that is like he's had a rookie contract, so now you got this punter who's. Supposedly one of the best punters to ever come out of college in a long time, and and you got and he then can literally so, punt the ball eighty yards downfield. And you no longer have to. So then you already have a punter on the roster. No offense, but heck, you're gone, man. Oh yeah, I, I see that. And you know too. that he's he's already you know I think he's already packing his bags. Like oh well, here's come here comes the unemployment line. You know like, and then he's he's calling Wendy's to see if they're still hiring. You know because. Uh, <laughs> That's not true. Chicago, Chicago will take hack. No, they will. They drafted a rookie in the seventh round that was a punter, and everybody was like, this is the dumbest move you could have made the whole draft. <laughs> Seriously. That's that's what not, every, people were literally saying to, that on Twitter. Not to go off topic, but uh, uh, one of my favorite times during fantasy football was uh, one of my friends, uh, he panicked because uh, he was on the clock, and he, he had a pick ready, but his pick got taken. And we were like, it was a live draft where we were all sitting around each other. And uh, so then he's like, uh, 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 and he's like running out of time. You can see his, the seconds just dropping. <laughs> and so he's like, he took, um, oh, like the best kicker in the league. Yes, thank you, Justin. He's like, Justin Tucker. And then we're like, what? <laughs> it was like the third round. <laughs> and we're like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, I mean, don't get me wrong. He's a great kicker, but like, now, <laughs> like the third <laughs> round, he's like, and then he's like, yo, he's like, he like knew he fucked up, but he was like, he's like, I panicked, bro, I panicked, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I like everyone just started. I mean, they he, they did not let him forget it for like the rest of the season, like, like you know, because he'd be complaining about like his running back room or whatever, like you know, like who he's got for running backs. Well, I don't know, maybe you shouldn't put took, took, took Justin Tucker in the third round. Maybe you'd have somebody in that position. <laughs> True. True. Yeah. And then uh, later on, at the, uh, when the draft is over, he's like, anyone want to trade? I got Justin Tucker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah. Oh, man. I always, I always love fantasy football. It's so much fun. It is. I, although, I get a lot of shit for it sometimes. Like I, get, I, get, I just get on too many teams. 
That's that's my problem. Well, see, yeah, a lot. Of, I know people too that play on like five or sixteen, and it's so hard to manage that. It's like it consumes a lot more time than people realize. Oh, man, which is funny because then people always tell me, "Like you should grow up," and I'm like, "I have money on this. This is adulting." <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hang on a second though. Like that's like telling a kid, "Like hey, stop with the Pokemon cards." But mom, I got I got money on this. <laughs> I can't. I don't see what's wrong with that. Yeah. Adult either. <laughs> He's literally gambling during Pokemon battles and lunch. Just like, I will give you twenty-two cents. I will give you my famous image cookie and a holographic Charizard for your pizza. <laughs> no, no, you can actually battle the Pokemon. Oh, the I know, cards, I know, yeah. I, I. Yeah, I know. Okay. <laughs> oh, we were talking about growing up. <laughs> I was about to be like, yeah, I know. I got to download it on my computer, but. <laughs> But then I was like, no, I, I know. No, I know. <laughs> eh, secrets out anyway. Why would I have that on my computer? I'm growing up. Right. <laughs> Hypothetically. Hypothetically, yeah. My favorite is like when, when someone's like, I know you can get it. When like, when like one of your guy friends is like, you know, you really should just figure out your life while they're playing Xbox. Like, <laughs> all right. Thanks for Thanks for the thanks for the advice, you fucking adult kid. Also, yeah. <laughs> especially when the kid's like number just, one ranked in the world yeah. in Call of Duty. I just really wish you would figure out your life. God damn it! I just died again. <laughs> Mom, where the fuck's the meatloaf? Yeah, like that. <laughs> Almost. I'm hungry. Oh. Restart the Wi-Fi. It's like, yeah, buddy. I I need to figure my life out. You're absolutely yeah. correct. Thank, Thank you, you for that. But. Tell your mom but but you know, there are there are multiple. Jesus, Chet, I just got that. It wasn't about you. I, well, I'm sorry, it just clicked in my head, and I got it before, but it was just like, whoa. No, I, I'm not it's saying hypothetical. it was. I, I know it was. I either. I know. I'm saying even hypothetical. It's like, whoa. Yeah, right. I'm gonna take your advice and tell me to grow up. Oh, by the way, tell your mom I said hi. Like, what? It's a shot at them telling you to grow up. I know. Because they still live with their parents. I know. I know. I didn't think I'd have to explain that one, but you here didn't, we are. You didn't have to, Chet. I just, <laughs> I, I took it to another level, and then you felt like you had to explain it. You took it to another level because your mind is in this pipe over here, bud. First off, don't hit the pipe because if you break that, you're paying for it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to ask you guys to grow up a little. And second, <laughs> Mike, this is a grown ass conversation. <laughs> adults, adults are talking. <laughs> Besides. Conversations are always considered adult conversations once you add a curse word or two. Bitch. <laughs> I don't know. I know, I know. I know. But anyways, <laughs> but anyways, so I guess I guess we need to define growing up here. Is it is it just mature just maturing? Or is it like more than that? Is it like achieving set milestones in your life? Like yeah. at some point you you know, you get you actually have your career. At some point, you get married. At some point, you have a family. Is that growing up? No, I don't think you can really put a definition on it. What I think, I guess the best way for me to describe it is how you handle yourself in, in most situations. Uh, if you handle yourself like a child, you know, and you don't handle responsibilities or you don't accept responsibility for your own actions or you don't, you know, have accountability, then, then maybe you're not growing up. But with whatever situation you may be in in life, if you're handling it like an adult, and, you know, you're not blaming other people or finding excuses for whatever position you're in, then I think then I think you have grown up to a point where 
you know, whatever it is, whether if it's a bad situation, it's nobody's fault but your own. And if you got somewhere and it's successful, it's better because of all the hard work and effort that you put in on your own. Actually, that's a good point. I was going to add, I'm going to add to that too and saying, yeah, like <clears throat> it's definitely growing up to own, own your shit, you know, like, accepting responsibility. Yes. Thank you for that. Was, that was exactly what I was going to say next, but you're, you're right. And it is, but at the same time, it's more so than that. It's also like realizing that, oh, that was a mistake. I'm never doing that again. Yeah. Or if it's something bad, that's not your fault at all, even, but you know, handling it. Yeah. You still have to deal with it. Then it's persevering. I think it's also partially pers- persevering through that and turning a negative into a positive. I mean, I'm not saying that people that get bogged down by negative things that happen in their life that aren't their fault and have suffered depression for it or not grown up. I'm just saying, like, I think you show a lot of resiliency and courage, which are, I would argue, admirable traits. Yeah. Admirable, like, adult qualities when you can take a bad situation and turn it into a positive for yourself. I love how we have to sit here and, and actually describe what an and adult you don't, is. And you don't have to do that alone either. <laughs> like, if it's hard, like, it's not going to be easy for everybody, especially depending on the situation. Like, it is perfectly normal and acceptable to go get help, to go talk to somebody, you know? To eat get a taco advice. and have an epiphany. I don't care. Just <laughs> eat a taco, have a beer, and discover yourself. <laughs> like, it's, like it can, you know, I, sometimes it takes longer than other people, too, and that's fine. Like, there's no. There's no time stamp placed on this shit. So if you're if you're 35 years old and you're living in your mom's basement playing video games, then one day you stand up and you decide to go get a hundred thousand dollar job, and two years later you're married. You, I, in my opinion, you grew up. Just just because you're 37 now and instead of 27, like everybody wants you to be, like doesn't mean you didn't grow up. So there's two different kinds of late bloomers, in my opinion. There's pubescent late bloomers, and then there's mental late bloomers. And I'm gonna need you to describe these, Chet. So pubescent late bloomer is just because I want to hear you say it. He knows. I hit the nail on the head. Yeah, he is. What? <laughs> what do you say? Just keep going. You call me a pubescent late bloomer, you son of a bitch. <laughs> oh. Yeah, he looked at me. He looked at me and he goes, "He's bald." Well, there's like, so yeah. there's people like um. No names. Yeah, we won't mention names, but um, there's a certain somebody that comes to mind that you know of, and both of you know who I'm talking about, that had a beard in 10th grade, or at 10 years old. Yeah. I know a couple guys that had a beard. Yeah, you're one of them. But you're not the person I had in mind. I I know who you're talking about. um, We'll we'll call call them rich. And then there's people that, the second they graduated high school, went to school straight to get their doctorate because they knew what they wanted to do well you gotta you have to get your undergrad and then your master's first to get your doctorate uh, yes. you know what i'm saying the all the schooling that's involved because yeah, they, they already went, know what they, they want to yes. do they got their headset on and they already are going for it. right they went for probably nursing or some other medical degree program doctor then went right shh, let me finish <laughs> then they rolled right into med school to get and and got their got their doctorate there. i just want you to know that there are two-year nursing programs out there that's not a doctorate chet well, you don't have to have a doctor to be a nurse. You have to have a doctor to be a doctor. Well, clearly, it's in the title. I'm not going to argue about this. You, you, Let you, me you, clarify something. Let me, just so you were aware, you can have a doctorate in something that's not medical at all. That's and also you can true. Still be a doctor. Like doctor is a title based on yeah, because a, you have like a, a PhD f- in a in right. a subject. So 
So let's not get that twisted. That's, that's right. actually that's right. that's a really good point. It's a really right. good point because they're like However, uh, like scientists. Scientists can be doctors. Yeah. However, the point is, there are people good that point. mentally bloom early, and there's people that mentally bloom late. There's some people that don't even think about trying to get their lives together until they're 40 years old and realize that they've been in a gutter. And some, yeah, exactly. Some don't bloom at all. Yo. You know, it's just um. I, I, I get it. You're an example. No, it's I'm funny. not an example, you asshole. I was making a joke. <laughs> What's your joke? Nothing. Too late now. Forget it. I'm not saying it because I'll crawl myself. Hey, it's never too late, Addison. <laughs> Anywho. Worth it. Worth it. <laughs> but oh, you're bad. Anyways, my point. I, I'm pretty sure I laid it out there, so I won't even repeat myself. I hope that that whole conversation... Uh, confuse the audience as much as it confused me. I really appreciate your outlook on life. Joe. So it's it's what's, well. Another thing that was kind of funny too is like what he he had his own thing going in his head, which actually I I saw at the end. I did you see really? it at the end. No, it was because I actually listened at your point. The thing is, is sometimes you ramble and nobody knows what the fuck you're talking about until the very end when you actually make your point. And it's like, oh. You ever you ever been taking notes in class though, and you have no idea what the hell the teacher's talking about? So then you start writing yeah. what the right, fuck right. on your yes, notebook. Exactly. <laughs> but because I get a rise out of pissing Chet off, I have to question half the shit during his argument. Gotcha. Or because my mind goes to a different place and thinks something completely different based off something he said. You know, sometimes that's that's how that gets you know confusing as well. But yeah, yeah no, sorry everybody. That was uh it was meant to be slightly entertaining as much as it was confusing. But you were hopefully still got Chet's point at the end. Yeah. It's it's really Addison's fault because he's being fictitious over there. <laughs> it is my fault. Yeah. It is my fault. I was not being hooly. That facetious <laughs> motherfucker. Oh, God. I was being facetious. But anyways. Yeah, so I try to do it with a southern accent and say fictitious. They don't say it like Instead that. Of facetious. I know, but I just you added. You mean facetious? <laughs> you mean facetious right now? They just stressed the V. <laughs> facetious? Facetious. There you go. <laughs> and it sounds like that is not it, the word of the day, by the way. No, folks. it's not, but it just sounds like something they would have on their dinner plate. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my uh, taters and facetious. Or, or, even, a, or even a or even a fish. <laughs> Mike, yeah, yeah. Or yeah. even a fish they caught in the lake that day. What's this? Ah, it's a facetious <laughs> fish. Side of facetious. <laughs> or like, or they like get around like an alligator. Watch it. He's kind of facetious. So I'll tell you what. <laughs> What? I just told you. I just told you. <laughs> anyway. So, oh, God. But, yeah, no. Growing up, it's, it's uh, yeah. Everybody's got to do it at some point. Yeah, at some point. I... Especially when, especially for relationships. Because I know some... Well, especially now. Yeah, especially now, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's compare. But... It's like before. Let's, let's do compare chat. That's a great idea. Because before, it honestly, like I, I thought I enjoyed it way more when you didn't have your cell phones. Like I, I, I didn't mind a cell phone like my old one, where like, I mean, you could take you could take pictures or whatever on it, but it wasn't like let's say smartphone. It wasn't a smartphone. Yeah, exactly. And these smartphones now, I just think that it adds way. I hate how much technology it has on it because if you think about it, it just. It's everything, and like it could destroy relationships because just somebody's on it too much, um, or uh, and or some people just love attention, and they they even though they're with somebody, they still have to have that attention. They crave it. 
So they go and they get it because they still take all these selfies and they still have to post them and they still need the likes and they still need to like have these girls or these guys talking to them. Yeah, like they just have to have it. I think they they thrive off it. And if they don't have it, then they're just they're falling apart. And it's just it's insane that it's like that. And it also has led me to believe that people don't really try hard anymore. If the if the relationship's going hard or it's too much work, they're like screw this. Like I, I can go find somebody else on a dating app on my phone in a week, you know, and on to the next because like that person was too hard to deal yeah. with. It 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 has become way too easy to just move on to the next these days. Like, and and exactly like it's it, people are just too selfish now, and. I, I'm I'm not saying that excluding myself, myself included at times, but we all are a little bit now. But well it's just well it's not just that either, but I also think too, culturally speaking, we've just all gotten in this habit of me, 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 me. It's all about me, it's all about I. And everybody like like it's 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 also human nature to be slightly competitive and to slightly want the edge over somebody, even if it is your brother or your girlfriend or your wife or whoever the or your whatever the case is. So not that you actually physically like intentionally mean to do that sometimes, but sometimes it just happens. And it's that it's that mini power grab essentially. It's it is yes. There you go. That's actually a great way to, to say that. But where I'm getting at with this is fighting is going to happen in any relationship you're in. It's normal. I, not even just like like a significant other. Like even family rela- even families fight. Friends fight. Like fighting happens. You're never gonna get through life without going through at least a few fights, no matter who you're, who it is. So, the idea of fighting and and leaving baffles me because it's like you really can't let that go, or you're really willing to throw everything away that you've spent the last year over something building with somebody because she forgot to fold your socks a certain way. You know what I mean? Like it's just, it's just. I mean, I'm using that as an example, but I'm just saying, like, like. That to me is not being grown up. Did you ever, uh, did you ever watch? Um, I think I love my wife. Yeah. Yeah, with uh, Chris Rock. Oh man, like the, that was like a... he sees uh, he's like yeah he's like almost he almost cheats on her with the mistress or whatever, and she's like, and she goes you know well start a fight and he's like what are you making tonight for dinner she's like chicken he's like chicken it's <laughs> freaking out and he's like then he just makes this, this huge scene and then walks out and she's like where are you going he's like to get some duck. Like, <laughs> and then it comes back four hours later. And she's yeah, like, where the fuck have you been all night? Yeah, yeah, no, I know. That's just something that I was kind of thinking of because, like, it's just like sometimes, like, someone's looking for an argument. Yeah, you which, know what I mean, just, right? Which just to like maybe that's their out, you know? Right. Well, but again, like, don't be passive aggressive about it. If you want out, just just say you want out. We should just go back to like, like Roman society where people. we get sculpted. Because after a while, like. If you got like one person that's sculpting you all the time that makes you look good after a while, their hands are going to get really sore and they're just going to be like, you know what? I'm not doing this anymore. And then you have to grow up. What the fuck are you talking about? I'm ending the social media. <laughs> Sculpt me. What I, did I just hear? Where did you? What? I don't know, but I'm pretty... Fucking time machine, did you just hop into and come back from all of a sudden? I thought that was a good idea to mention. I just just feel like now we have to build aqueducts. (laughs) I just do. I was like, or let's go back to Coliseums. Yeah. Yeah. The roads would be better. No, they wouldn't. No, they would not. (laughs) They're still there. We have to repave our roads every fucking day. I'm sorry. I don't want to literally live in a fucking rock. (laughs) (laughs) What's this? 
We what's that? What's above you? Wood. Exactly. Shut what's up. This though, the foundation. Fucking concrete. <laughs> Grow up. <laughs> Chat, I'm gonna let you go live in your Roman concrete hut somewhere with no internet. For, for those who did not, with hear no him, cars to fix, who, those who did not hear him screaming, he like does demanding with your us, seventeen kids, demanding us to go back to the Roman times and your one acre to, field that you have to plow every day to, to because the roads because the roads are quote unquote better. And and when you, and at your and your forty eighth birthday, we'll have your funeral for you. Oh my god, that's about how long they last. I'm sculpting you right now, by the way. I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm still trying to figure out how the fuck we got onto this topic. Well, <laughs> you guys, you guys are bringing up like how social media is like. You went way too far Hold back. The fuck Chet. up! Just let me, <laughs> let me translate what went on in my inside my skull here. All right, just give me two seconds, well, two minutes. Yeah, but I just don't ever think you're gonna be able to tie this back into like what the fuck we were talking about. All right, well, you guys are. It was what you were saying oh, oh, about, the, I'm, about I got the, the my people. already on the crowbar. Shut the hell up. I'm waiting. It was about what you were saying about people who post the selfies and have to have that constant social attention and, and acceptance and the likes and all that stuff. So it's like, well, how do you think a fucking sculptor would feel if you had to do that all the time oh, okay, okay. back then? So, I, they would be like, no, you're no, right. We're done with this. You're not wrong, Chad. That's a good point to make. But, but that's why how you should you have go... explained it in the first place. Right. Like, why did you go back? Like instead of instead of selfies, five thousand right. years. Like, right. you could have been like, you know, do you imagine if it was like still back then when the selfie didn't exist? And in order for them to get that image, they'd have to be sculpted. Yeah, I get it now. The sculptor would be like, fuck this, I'm done. Yeah. Yeah, because there's no Sorry. selfie anymore. Sorry, but... I, took it with, I went to the end. You could have literally gone back to the 19 freaking like 80s and been like yeah if you wanted to like get a hold of somebody instead of like getting on your social media you had to pick up a phone and call their parents house or throw a rock at their window or throw or probably a boom box outside their window <laughs> it, it, does. it does like but windows were a lot cheaper i'm back just then. saying so, i'm just they were double yeah you, i'm just saying chet took it from one end of the extreme to the way other i was just saying you didn't have a social dilemma problem you can't keep answering questions without a mic you you did you know you still had social dilemma problems. The difference was back then it, it, they were a lot more well hidden. But then again, gossip was huge back then. I'm fine with that. Uh, I shouldn't say that. It's still huge. Now, it's still huge. It's actually worse now. It's anyways, still huge. It's like, so much but nicer. like what I love about gossip is like if you don't have a like if you didn't have like a phone or whatever, it was all it was all hearsay. So like your friend would all come to you, like your friends would come to you, and be like, did you hear about Susan? And you're like. No, and they tell you, and you'd be like, no, and then you add to the story and tell the next person. <laughs> or in, in Chet's case, did you hear about Ianitis? <laughs> <laughs> hey, but at least, at least the time it got back to you, you had time to think of a rebuttal. Like, oh well, pff, let me explain that, and then come up with some crazy elaborate bullshit, and be like, oh. And then yeah. it goes back, and then by the time it gets back to you, like that's not how it happened. Well, well you're dead. So. Well, the other thing too is like nowadays, it's like, well. If you send it to the fact checking website, and there's just X, Y, and Z reasons why you're why this is wrong. And it's like, but back then it was like, well, where'd you get that information from? Ah, 
Bobby down at the river told me. <laughs> Becky, oh. Becky, my neighbor. <laughs> oh, yeah, she's reliable. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, <laughs> but like, no. What I what I like. Oh, I like, talked to Crazy Steve down at the river, so you know that ain't true. Or like, what I loved about the gossip, though, getting back to that too, like rumors would come to you, right? Like that was like the previous spread about you, and then you'd be like, you'd be like, oh, really? Well, guess what that person's been doing? <laughs> and then yeah. like, it's not even true, but you're like, fire him back. <laughs> Yeah, right. Guess what they've been up to? And then everyone be like, no. And then they, they go and they tell everybody else and they'd be like, and then just be this giant mess. But like, you believed it because there was no other way to figure out whether it was true or not. Which which kind of ties back into into you know the whole relationship concept today versus what it was. Next 30, thing you know, you're ago. standing there with 40 guys around you and you're looking at some guy going, et tu brute, as you get stabbed to death. Yeah. He refuses to get out of that time. I like he? the Roman period because it makes sense. It was one of the most corrupt periods in history. Oh, no shit. You do realize that getting stoned back then meant that they just threw fucking rocks at you the whole time. Right? <laughs> you need to count the fuck down over there. <laughs> before, oh, before, my God. It all makes we sense just, now. Before we decide to do that to you. <laughs> something different back then. All right, let's let's fast Helped forward by rocks till Mike, you died. Mike, let's fast forward 5000 <laughs> years. You. They killed you with rocks. Yeah, let's let's fast forward. How would you say 500 years? 5000. 5, Actually, it's probably more like 3000, but still. Uh, okay. Cuz the Romans I think were 1000 BC. Right. They had a 1000 year long empire though, so I mean It's a big window there. But anyways, enough history for one night. Um let's see if we want to keep going back. I wonder how much the dinosaurs gossiped. Yeah. <laughs> the group of stegosauruses like, I think they talking were, all this see, shit. See, that's the thing. I think they were very clicky, though. The, yeah. you know, like they only hung out with their own kind, right? Like, and and for some reason that was a huge thing. And, and then the other breed was just ugly. Like, yeah. ugh, look at that. Look at that triceratops. Barf. Barf emoji. Right. <laughs> Fucking whores. Barf emoji. <laughs> Look at me, I'm a T-Rex. <laughs> and you know, you know the tiny little, I can't remember what it's called, but the tiny little bastards that in a group of them, they would just eat the shit out of you? Yeah. They're like, kind of like piranhas, but on land? Yeah. Um, and like, the, and like the, 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 the fucking, those big doll ones, the brachiosauruses, they're like, uh, just picking on the T-Rex because it can't reach like the, the top leaves on the trees. Like, <laughs> they just like walk over and like rub it in. Like, so just looking at the T-Rex like... <laughs> <laughs> While he's staring so, at his little yeah, arm. looks down at it. Bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god, Carol, you're so bad. <laughs> That's how you get your ass kicked. He's gonna bite you first next. <laughs> Do you about Daryl the T Rex? Huge teeth. Yeah, but Bruno's got bigger arms. He's packing. <laughs> Huge teeth. <laughs> Super dumb. Huge teeth. Jeez. We've gotten way off topic here. So now I know where the phrase bite me came from. <laughs> Maybe, perhaps. Perhaps. But, uh, but yeah. But yeah. Um, but, anyways, but yeah. the point is, the point is, people. 
don't leave after one fight if it's over something dumb. Is that what we're back to? Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm sorry, Chet's the one who started this tangent. He threw us both way off course. I wonder in Roman times if they did just like. Hey, when in Rome. You know, like Rome was a cesspool. They they banged everybody in their neighbor. Odysseus. Sometimes at the same time. Odysseus didn't do the dishes for the tenth time. Fuck this. I'm out. Yeah, oh, my God, whatever. Not only that, but the women did do the dishes then. Wow. Did they even have dishes back then? They had dishes. They had yeah, clay pots and shit. Clay pots and pans. I'm going to let them have it. <laughs> don't, don't question me. I'm throwing Greeks out there. Get them to the Greek chat. Get them to the Greek. Great movie. Trojans were Greeks. Yes. They just didn't want to be Greeks. But they were Greeks. You gotta, you gotta remember, Greece back then was no, not one country. I'm gonna cut you off. You don't <laughs> even have a mic. You think he's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut you off right here because I ain't looking at that fucking map, all right? <laughs> all I see is this goddamn piece of land that looks like a boot. <laughs> That's Italy, you dumb fuck. I know. <laughs> but what's really close to it? Greece. Oh God, Chad. When you you can't see Italy from Greece. You can from a map. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That's like saying Alaska's close. That's like saying Alaska's close <laughs> to the United States. Wow. Yeah. Oh, I can see the whole world from a map, Chet. What's your fucking point? Bring that then. Yes, you could have. They had maps back then. But they also believe the, the fucking Earth was the center of the solar system. Oh jeez. Oh, That's right. Why are you trying to throw more facts out there to try to cover your ass when you... I wonder if they had folding chairs. No. Yeah. They didn't. Well, we wouldn't know we weren't there. So I like to believe they had folding chairs. I'm going to go with... <laughs> I'm going to agree with Mike. I like the idea Where that did they, they had folding chairs. They also invented beer pong. Let me ask you this. If they... Okay, oh, that I believe. We are on a whole other level right now. Okay, you know what? We're going to debate this. Drunk history. Beer pong, I absolutely agree with because alcohol game, like game, fucking. <laughs> I sound like I'm on drunk right now. Yeah, I'm on drunk. <laughs> I sound like I'm on drunk right now. But games involving alcohol have been around since the dawn of time. Since alcohol was Uno invented. Mas. Like, people just found ways to have fun drinking. So I fully, fully expect beer pong to be fucking invented back then. I don't know if the Greeks specifically invented it, but Uno Mas. <laughs> but folding chairs, Mike? How how explain? I just think, you know, in the Coliseum, I'm telling you, like when they would watch the gladiators and shit, sitting in the stadium, the, the seat fold down. How? How do you think? Physics, bro. They, they how did the... they build the seat? Out of wood. How'd they build the fucking wheel? Okay. So they cut, they carved out the pieces of wood they needed to build the seat. Now, how did they keep them from falling apart? They hit, they hit. It's not like they didn't have like an axle. Like they, they had wheels back then. I know. So it's the same concept. You put an axle there in the between. It's like how the seats work now. You could literally put like a rod through there and then have it sit through. They flop down. Well, they would, they would have stayed down at that point. Yeah. Well, why would it not? Okay, but why would it not fold back up? They didn't have springs. It, it doesn't have to be spring-loaded. When you're done with it, you push it back up. Like a toilet seat. 
They didn't have those back then either. That's a crock of shit. No, they didn't. They actually shit in holes back then. Oh. What do you think the hole was? A toilet seat! No, they didn't <laughs> sit, Chet. They squatted. I'm just... And I'm serious. Like, when I say a hole, I don't mean like a bench that you sat on and pooped through. It was literally you squat over this hole. You, there, you, there it is. That's where you went. I'm calling the Coliseum people. And the Coliseum, Mike, had stone seats. I got some complaints about the seating arrangements in the Coliseum. <laughs> I, I, I agree. Okay. You know what? Let's take let's take a quick break. This okay. Is, we need to get back on topic. Let's recollect our thoughts here. <laughs> all right. One, two. Okay. So we may have caught that, but that's all right. All right. We're back. Um, wow. Wow. Season 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 two finale, folks. Season two finale. It's going great though. We're having a good time here. We're having a good time. Yeah. <laughs> so. Compliments of Dusty Slay. Yeah, of course, always. But um. <laughs> But yeah, that was that was way off topic. That was uh that was a, that was a tangent. I almost that almost grinded my gears there. I was like, why are we going this far back when we're talking about dating? <laughs> <laughs> well, I I think that we just misunderstood what type of dating. I thought you were talking about you know like historical dating. No, <laughs> I know. You were on a, you were just as fucking confused as I was. Oh, I know. Brought up three thousand fucking BC or a thousand BC with the Roman Empire over here, and you're we're like, wait. Well, and then what? he had, but then he started making me question things. I'm like, did they have toilet paper back then? And like, I don't know. Actually, uh, see, that's what I'm saying. And then like, I'm like, how I, good I were their how good do. were their carrier pigeons? I want to know these things now. Good point. Good point. But you know what? We're not going to dive into that again. Uh, no. We're going to move on here. Um, we're going to fast forward back to modern times, and we're going to talk about how pointless it is to get a side salad when you have a full entree at a restaurant. Oh, man. I hate when that happens because a lot of times I don't see that it comes with one. And then I get it, and I'm like, oh, man. I didn't order the salad. I, yeah, I didn't want the salad. And then like you try to pass it off, and nobody wants it. And then so it's like, all right, I'll eat the croutons. That's it. <laughs> or like they come over with it first and just like you just push it right back at the waitress, but she doesn't take it with her back to the kitchen. You're like, all right, well, it's it. Oh, that too. And then, <laughs> or like when you don't finish your meal and then they still like, like, would you like a box? And then you get the box and you just put your meal in there and you leave the salad out. Or you put the salad in it and you're like, I don't even know why I'm fucking putting this in there right now. I'm not going to eat this damn thing. <laughs> I was about to say, even if you, you wanted to eat the salad, I mean, it's usually not. You usually don't want to take it with you, anyways. No, no, those 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 restaurant meats they turn brown pretty fast, <laughs> right? That, that that time you take the salad home is the time you also write down on the on the container like, please eat instead of don't touch, it's mine. <laughs> yeah, take it with you to work the next day, free for all. Yeah, have at it. <laughs> People open it up. Ooh, what is this? What the fuck? Oh, Give me my salad. Who did this? <laughs> Fucking Gary's in the in the break room screaming out the door. I will find you and I will kill you. Can we please respect the sanctity of this break room? <laughs> you put free for all in the box and put it on me fucking salad. Slams his diet coke on the ground. <laughs> oh, I just pictured that scene from the office. Yeah, I was thinking. I was thinking employee of the month. When like they oh, threw the yeah, candy, yeah, like, yeah. oh yeah 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 oh yeah sanctity of this of this clubhouse oh man but <laughs> wow <laughs> nah but 
I mean, there's times though when I do enjoy the salad. Like it's a nice little appetizer at course. Yeah, gets your you know, it gets your mouth watering, and now you want more food. However, however, when it comes to side salads, the size matters. Size matters because if they bring out like this, you know, the smaller, you know, a smaller one, like I would say roughly the size of like a like a little small bowl, like a a little soup bowl, right? Not, Not like a restaurant soup bowl, but like a standard soup bowl that you probably have in your kitchen. Okay. Um. You know, that's a, I think that's a fair size salad. Yeah. Yeah. Anything bigger than that? And I'm like, well, fuck, now I can't finish my steak. Or you could share with the whole table if you wanted. Right? Like, if I wanted anything bigger than that, I would have just ordered the salad. Right. But, uh, you know, sometimes restaurants try to confuse you, too, and they'll, like, they'll bring out, like, a plate for the salad. Yeah. So it's, like, it's not deep at all, but basically you're getting the same amount of salad as it would if it was a soup bowl. Mm. So, I mean... It, you know, there's little interesting psychological tips and tricks there that people try to mess with you on. I don't hate it. I just don't go out of my way to get it. Yeah, that's true. Although we probably should start. Well, I probably should just <laughs> get the salad by itself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> and then eat one leaf and be like, I'm I'm stuffed. I regret. This. <laughs> yeah. I don't regret this decision. <laughs> but now I mean. Yeah, just it 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 should should at least put it in bigger letters so that I can see it next time. You know, I'm just never paying attention to it. I just my my fat ass is just like thinking about like, ooh, that entree sounds great. Sounds amazing. Peanut butter and gumballs, nice combo. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's just like, like, and then in fine print comes with sides. And then like, yeah, but I'm I'm so fat. I'm not even looking at that. I'm like, ooh, does this does this do these ribs come with coleslaw? And potatoes and oh, like yeah, all that's that, you know what yeah, I mean? I know, that's and they're like and they're like they're like, mm-hmm. Yeah, and I got all these sides and then they bring this out. I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> Replace this with some fucking mac and cheese if you could, please. <laughs> you know what I you know what restaurant I used to love because they would always deliberately ask you was Pizza Hut. Yo, oh, they're coming yeah. back. They're coming back. They're coming back? Yeah. Where, when, how, why, where? So there's a there's a spot on transit. It's just past French that's coming back right next to that Starbucks there. It's actually in the same building, basically. It's just a pickup, though, I think. It's pickup and, uh, yeah. I don't, yeah, that's what I said. I, was like, I mean, no. it don't, but I would love to sit down and eat because it wasn't just the pizza Yo, that I loved there. It but, was their fucking salad but bar. But for real, the hut is coming back, and I have never been so excited in my life. Dude, I love For pizza, garlic pizza. bread. What? Their garlic bread. That's it? Well, I mean, they are also the original content creator of the uh, stuffed crust. True. So true. true. Uh, no, but I love Pizza Hut Pizza. It's <laughs> Pizza Hut Pizza. Like we had it in Germany for about a year that I was there, and then they went out of. Uh, they changed. They lost the contract, and they got bought up by some fucking health nut place called Bundy, which was actually it's, really good too, though. It's but, so, uh, but it's so greasy though. Like, so I don't, I don't, I don't really enjoy it that much, but. I do like some stuff from there. Like, uh, like I can do some stuff crust for sure. Uh, I do like the pastas that they have. They have like the they do like the, um, the bacon, the bacon mac and cheese or the I think it's, I think it's Alfredo. Either way, I mean I know that both were good. I know that the pastas were good from there, for sure. And then. And then I was I was always a sucker for the buffet, where you could pick whatever you wanted. You yeah. paid you paid one amount, and then you could just keep going up till oh you can't God. fucking you eat do anymore. Like a Chinese buffet. Yep. 
but like it was a pizza buffet and you just, just you paid for the buffet and you just keep going until you can't no more <laughs> i do i i do love a good all-you-can-eat buffet really really bad for you and probably mm. a once in a while thing oh because you'll always overeat i mean you're yeah, you'll, always you'll literally overeat. pack four thousand calories in one easily because you're just gonna go you're like oh i think i could do some more i mean i paid for it i was, I was gonna waddle my, my fat fucking money's worth out of this it's like it's like and it's fine because i had a salad so yeah <laughs> <laughs> and the one pizza i had had pineapples on it so i'm healthy <laughs> Yeah, you try to justify it yeah. by being like, well, the crab rangoo's only got 500 calories per bite. Uh, maybe I'll go with that instead of the orange chicken. This guy's got 550. I had an orange with it. And the you orange tried. chicken. <laughs> oh, my God. But <laughs> and the pudding was sugar-free. What would you do? <laughs> Which was, I mean, I had I added sugar after, but it Because <laughs> it just didn't taste right. But I'm, I'm sure it was a lot less sugar than what they would have put in it if they did. <laughs> Dude, that actually reminds me. Like a couple of weeks ago, I went to McDonald's and like I I got a tea there. I got a sweet tea. Ooh. And how, how sweet was it? I normally I love McDonald's sweet tea. I do. Like it is it is pretty fucking sweet. Not gonna lie. But you know this was this was bad. Diabetes like, in a cup. Not only what is it like? Yes, like diabetes in a cup. But they, you could clearly tell that they overcooked the tea, which I don't know how you do because it's you press a button and when it, it's like Keurig for tea. Yeah, when it's done, it, it'll beep. It won't even beep. It'll just stop brewing. That makes sense. So too. I don't, I don't know, I don't know how that happened. I don't know if they just thought they didn't do it and or put an extra bag in or something. I don't know. Cause, yeah. Uh, but I was like, uh, this tastes like really bad. I almost couldn't finish it. Just drinking like brown sugar. Water. I would. I would have taken the salad <laughs> with sugar. With, no, no, I would have taken it without sugar. Plain. I, I would have just like wrote them a note, like, "Dear McDonald's, thank you for helping me on my quest to be a diabetic." Yours truly, six feet under. <laughs> and insulin companies. I just like I don't know. Like I depend on it on you, man, to make a good cup of tea. And it's a super easy job. And I you you let me down, man. Not see, you not you particularly, Mike. Just see I always get the Dr. Pepper. I always I always get the Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper. Oh, dude, Dr. Pepper is my favorite. Well, especially fountain. So you get the you get the fountain Dr. Pepper with the with the McDonald's meal. And I mean, do I feel like this, like the, the the most lethargic, slow piece of shit after I'm done eating it? Absolutely. But I mean, boy, was it good. It's one of those little victories, honestly. Like I don't care if I'm slow and lazy after that. Like, oh, it's so good. Thank you, McNuggets. Also, it's always a double quarter pounder with cheese. Oh yeah. If I'm going Mickey D's, I'm going like clog these arteries, please. <laughs> <laughs> that should be the commercial right there. It's funny as hell because whenever I go to Wendy's, they I got always, rid of all the I always get the triple Dave burger, which is three meat patties with three slices of cheese, and it's just dude. I, if I'm going to Wendy's, I'm getting the fucking baconator. That shit's good. That's a good point. But have you ever tried the Dave? Have you ever tried their their nuggets? 
Yeah, I have actually. Ella eats the nuggets. Pretty good well, nuggets. she didn't last night, but I ate them. Yo, the the Dave burgers on on Wendy's. Like oh. I'm, I they're amazing, but I'm convinced that whoever Dave is, he's dead. Oh, for sure. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I don't care. Dave is delicious. <laughs> Dave died eating those burgers, and that's why they named him after him. Like they, that, that's that's why they're there on that menu. I, I'm almost convinced that Jeffy Dahmer made Wendy's. Jeffy, what? You don't know who Jeffy Dahmer is? Oh, man. Well, we've gone down history tonight. We'll go down murder history tonight. So, Jeffy Dahmer was a known serial killer slash cannibal. So, Dave is one of his victims. Hello, Dave. (laughs) The only thing I think of, like, I actually want to go through Wendy's now and order a Dave like Kim Jong-un from the interview. Hello, Dave. <laughs> they hate us because of the ain't us. Right. <laughs> Such a great saying, Dave. Oh. Turns out the guy back there is named Dave, but he's also Korean. He's missing a leg. <laughs> Jesus. Glad he doesn't have a mic sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I'm, I would chrome, but nobody heard that. So <laughs> I just say do it anyways. That's for chat. That is for chat. For making jokes off the mic. That were, were that, was a good that were crow worthy. Or were poor taste, like eating a triple Dave. Why does he not have to have a leg, Chet? Because it's in the burger, you asshole. Oh my god. Wow. He's such a yeller. He's such a yeller. Maybe, maybe a finger. That would make more sense. I think next episode's gonna be Chet's anger management. I agree. Yep. I like mm-hmm. it. This time it's gonna be Chet. It's, gonna, it's Chet's history lessons. Oh, I'm so wrong. I was like in the wrong country. <laughs> That's true, but yeah, you he man. wouldn't have been if you hadn't put the idea in his head. No, he didn't put the idea in my head. No, I'm talking about you put the idea in Mike's head, Chet. Yeah, you and your. Fucking Roman Empire nonsense here. We suck again. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. But anyway, oh, God, if I learned anything from this episode, it's uh, let's not talk about (laughs) Odysseus was Greek. Greek. (laughs) And like to not. The Romans did not have foldy chairs. They did not have foldy chairs, and and to and to not and 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 to not and to not trust Chet to give life advice, <laughs> because <laughs> if you trust Chet to give life advice, one minute you're you're thinking you're learning something and you're nodding your head, and next minute you're in ancient Rome <laughs> talking about sculptors or some shit, and off topic from where you even started, so. Maybe that's what makes this show great, and maybe that's what makes this show atrocious. I don't know, but that's for the viewers to decide. And <laughs> or viewers, there we go again with that shit. Listeners, listeners, yeah, you were definitely viewing me out out of anger. Um, but how dare you put that blame on Mike? If I said that, if I'm saying anything as Chet continues to talk off Mike, um, is that dating was obviously way easier before technology struck with the smartphone. And I wish that we could go back to that. I wish that if you had a missed call, 
you didn't know it until you got home and played the machine. And to top it all off, the Bills had a great draft, and I'm excited for that. And we did not do a word of the day, and that's okay. Next week. It is Cinco de Mayo, so I did have a quick one that's really fast. And it actually is funny because it was just... um. It was a Spanish word. Hang on a second. And it, no, it was just real simple. It was um. Oh well, see, I lost it. Doesn't matter. Anyways, it was just I. It really was just borrowed. Anyways, and it was like tempo de dose or something like that. It just meant like to two step. Get jiggy with it. Yeah. Na 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 na. We're not allowed to sing that anymore unless you want to get slapped. So. We're not. No. 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 Personal experience, Mike. No, it's just a Will Smith song. Oh. So. Ew. Be honest, I didn't know that. Now I know that. But uh, easy I'm, there, Spice Girls. Right, I'm glad. <laughs> Listen, they wouldn't they wouldn't walk up and slap somebody for talking about them. Sure. Well, I'd hope not, anyways. No, they would just look at their man to do it. You might like it though, you know. That's true. I would like it. Well, I'd rather have one of them do it than. Well, actually, I don't know because sometimes girls can surprisingly slap really fucking hard. Tell me what you want. What you really, really want? You know what I want. Let's close this shit down. I was working on a closing. <laughs> All right, Mike. Close. Be a closer. Let's conclude Chet's history lesson. Everyone knows day. Chet's weak on the close. Uh, oh, my God. The dad jokes. <laughs> Off mic, he just said, but I'm wearing them. And I just... I have to get through this podcast with my sanity. Jeez. I just got a text message for my self-respect. Let <laughs> the pop say you roast. Where did you see says She's like, I just got a text message for myself. She's like, I just got a text message for my self-respect, so I got to go. You stole a joke? I, and I also, then you claimed it? I also, we all do it. I, I, I know we do. I, know. I also credited it. I, I actually don't remember that one, though. We still joke. We still are. No, I ruin arms. I crush arms. You should crush the end button on this podcast. Today. I'm waiting for you to finish your closing. Oh, right. Season finale. So, yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed the season finale as much as we did. You know, it's always a good time. Sometimes it gets a little spotty, but that's okay. I mean, it's just, you know. You gotta... I was about to say, if you're thinking after everything that just happened, what the actual fuck did I just listen to? That's the whole season. Please, please come back for season three and give us another chance. I promise more organization. Yeah, and I promise, season. and I promise less history, history lessons, and massive time jumps, and maybe less chat yelling. But we can't control that. No, we can't. Uh, that, I'm sorry, everybody. If you don't like chat yelling, you might as well never come back because that's never gonna end. <laughs> but as always, I'm Mike Shimbersky. You can find me on Facebook at Mike Shimbersky, and then Twitter is. Mike Schimbersky at M-I-K-O-L-2531. If you want to hear a topic, you want us to talk about it, or you want to be on the show, uh, you can message us, uh, any one of us, and just let us know, and we can try to make it happen for you. 
And uh, we, we're happy to really honestly have anyone on uh, that wants to jump on and, and be a guest. Even if you sit there and text the whole time. You could literally do that if you want. Yeah. Um, say one word. Or you, if gotta, you, you have to say one word legally. But if you don't want to, if you don't want to talk about sports, you don't have to. You can you can wait till we're done with the sports and jump in on the life topics. If true. That's what you prefer. That's true. So, yeah, absolutely. So, all right. Um, without further ado, we got Chet. He's gonna hit you with his Twitter and his Facebook. Well, my Facebook is uh, just Brett Shumagala, and my Twitter is Brett Shumagala at Brett Z one seven. And like Mike said, seriously, it, like it doesn't have to be sports related. It can be anything at all. Just hit us up. And uh, and Chet's also being a little modest. He's leaving out his uh, university email at professorchet at bcu.edu. Um, you can email him there for any history lessons. I don't don't like make me. See. Do not make me make a joke about that, please. <laughs> I didn't know I was a teacher at, or a professor at BCU. Yeah, Brett Chet University. Oh, I was thinking Big Cock University, but that's all right. Well, that backfired. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's huge. You know it's huge, but you're never going to see it. <laughs> Anyways, and I'm Addison Shumagala. You can find me on Facebook at Stanley Addison Shumagala. Uh, yes, that's my legal first name for those of you that don't know. Um, go by my middle name. Anyways, moving on. And my Twitter is S-A-S-Z-U-M-I-G-A-L-A. That is it. No numbers. And last but not least, uh, I'm, I need to start putting this in its actual own ad because I found out we can do that and we need to. But for the last, we will in season three, folks. But for the last time, without being on a separate ad, if you guys are out there thinking about starting your own podcast, you know, I highly recommend you, you check out anchor.fm. It's owned by Spotify. It's free. It uploads directly to Spotify like as soon as you're done uh, recording. It's super easy to link other platforms. Um, it's super easy to edit and manage your podcast, um, to scroll through episodes, get the data for each episode that you post. They even have links on there, too, where you can link bank accounts and possibly receive money, which we have yet to figure out. But uh check it out um there's another good one called Streamyard that's out there we've used it before we like it um however we we kind of stuck with anchor in the interim based on technology reasons but um i hope you all enjoyed this season two finale uh that we somehow made it through in, we did it. in one piece i mean i'm I'm literally over here with a sling on i, I barely made it through this thing so we this, did was, this was a crazy season folks we did it we did it Without further ado, though, we hope to see here. We hope to see you guys back for season three. We love you. Go Bills. Go Batman. I Batman. I mean Bills. Go Bills. <laughs> Go Bills. <laughs>